welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logan the Barbarian. And I've got a special guest with me today, Dan Sumption. Dan, how are you doing? Hi there. I'm good, thanks. It's good to hear. You've got a Kickstarter going on. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It's for a, a zine called Mostly Harmless Meetings. In fact, it's part of a uh, uh, an itch.io game jam called uh, SideQuest for folks making zines in November. Uh, and mine, like I say, it's called Mostly Harmless Meetings. It's a series of encounters, countryside encounters that, as the name implies, are mostly harmless. So the idea behind that was um, it just just kind of like something a bit whimsical, kind of creatures and magical happenings and, you know, things that aren't just you meet a bunch of orcs, you fight them, you get some treasure, you go and meet another bunch of orcs. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I love the idea. I, I think it's great. And in fact, I've looked for this zine before and haven't been able to find it. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I was like, oh, I got to find some better random encounters that are more interesting and spicy that are fun. And well, as you said, whimsical, but everything seems to be, oh, here's another combat encounter. So I like it. I, I've got to ask you a question, though. Is the mostly harmless? Yeah. Is that any way inspired by Douglas Adams? <laughs> <laughs> It is, yeah. I was, I was kind of trying to think up a name for it, and it, and it just, just hit me. Mostly harmless, which is the Hitchhiker's Guide. Uh, is, is it the reference to Earth or the human yes. race or something like that? It was yeah, what was in the harmless. in the Hitchhiker's Guide. It was the only thing that was put in to describe Earth. It was mostly harmless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved that book. I was a big fan of it. Now, what gave you the idea to do this? And and have you done? zines before or is this the first time you've done a zine itself i know you've written a lot in the past this is the first gaming zine i've done so i um i played i played a lot of rpgs mainly D and then a bit of the original warhammer fantasy roleplay in the 80s when i was a kid uh and then i kind of grew out of that and left that behind and uh during uh during covid during the lockdown last year i got back into playing online with folks and um, I, I had some kind of strong opinions about various things. <laughs> and one of them was try, trying to get away from like everything being about fighting things and stuff like that. And another was trying to inject things with a bit more of the, um, I don't know, just, just a bit more magic in, in the sense of like interest, you know, sort of things that you might not expect. Just bring the unexpected out of stuff so it's kind of a combination of that really yeah i, I like the idea i like the art that you're using is this what is the, the art that you're actually using is this public domain art or is that what you're yeah doing the book? This, it's got a good fairy tale vibe i want to say that i, I seem, to, seem to like yeah there's a website called i think it's old book illustrations and that's literally what it is so it's illustrations from old books that have your know, copyright has expired so uh, i actually got it from uh there was uh, a site for advice on writing content for Mork Borg. Oh, kind yes. Of completely opposite from the, <laughs> the non-violent end of things. But there's, there's a really good site with advice and it's got it's got links to loads of kind of design tips and loads of sources of free artwork. And I came across this book illustrations one and there's some really lovely stuff. Because a lot of it is kind of like late, late, late 19th, early 20th century. There's a really nice style to it. And... Uh, yeah, a lot, lot of it's kind of illustrations from children's fairy tales and stuff like that. It just fit just right. 
I really appreciate that. That's one thing I, we, we, were, we reviewed the book Rackham Vale with the art of Arthur Rackham, where they made a whole little zine out of that. And I really like getting to that older style art and it's kind of like going back to fantasy that was kind of pre-Tolkien in games and kind of the whimsy and fantasy of fairy tale ah, that yeah. used to be. I really like that. And I'm not seeing a lot, of, but I'm starting to see a lot more pop up in yep. zines and stuff. And that's kind of where this puts me in the mind of from what I see. I'm really excited to see the final zine. It's, and, and, and for listeners, we've talked about side quest a couple of times on here now. This is a part of side quest. If you go to kickstarter you can find it we'll put a link in the show notes and if whatever app you're listening to doesn't have the link you should be able to search it through that yeah i think i think the main site is just sidequest.info and we're going to put a link directly to this one specifically as well as the side quest and and this is because cool. i this is what i'm excited about it's what i'm backing and i think it's a, it's a cool looking zine You've written a lot in the past as well, besides zine stuff. Could you tell us about some more of your writing, or? Yeah, so it's been a it's been a real mixture of stuff. So uh, I mean, I I've worked in the kind of internet and software industry for about twenty five years. Back during the dot com boom, I used to write a lot of magazine articles and stuff about technical subjects, about marketing and websites in general and reviews of them i I used to publish an arts magazine when when i kind of uh cashed out of the whole dot-com thing not not because i know a huge amount of about art but almost the opposite so the guy i worked with was like i want to get into the art scene let's publish a magazine (laughs) so we did that a magazine called fad that was a lot of fun and we learned about the actual print publication side of things more recently i've been writing uh, a lot of short stories um I've got a lot of those gathered together waiting to be put into a book at the moment. But I mean, I've always written on and off and I write for the, you know, write blog posts a lot, stuff like that. Yeah, I was, uh, I've written a lot as well. And blogging, I was, I had a very successful blog for quite a while, but blogs have been, I, I was reading through your blog before I came on here. I liked some of the stuff, by the way. It was good stuff. Thanks. <laughs> what is, can, you, can you give the URL so that people can, Check that out if they want to. Yes, or? sure. It's uh, peakrill.blogspot.com and peakrill is spelled P-E-A-K-R-I-L-L. P-E-A-K-R-I-L-L at blogspot is dot blogspot? Dot, dot, dot blogspot.com. Um, and actually, peakrill, there's a bit of a story behind that, which is how it's, it's also how the Mostly Harmless Meetings came about. So peakrill is a very old English word. No one knows it, basically. For <laughs> someone who lives it. in the Peak District. No, no. Well, I hadn't until I stumbled on it online. So the Peak District is a kind of part of the centre of England where, you know, quite high hills in between Sheffield and Manchester. I did live there until recently and I started writing some adventures based, set in a kind of imaginary, imaginary version of that part of England in like 999 AD. And again, I wanted it to be not too violent, a bit more kind of storytelling almost. You know, I, I want to get some of the vibe of, you know, you really, really good, sort of slightly different fantasy story, not one that's just all the usual stereotypes. Yeah. So that's where the name for that comes from. I'd love to play with you sometimes. Be Like I, I am, a, as a dungeon master, I hate running combat. I just hate it. (laughs) I don't like the fighting part. It's the most boring part of the game for me sometimes. I do it out of obligation. As a player as well. I mean, I've been playing in some 5e 5e games and combat in that just seems to take forever. There's so many different options and things. 
And yeah. I've been playing some uh, OSR kind of Beck Me D and D, and that's that's a lot quicker. But what I really want to run is some uh, Into the Odd games. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, I've been, I actually, yeah, I, I, I they, the book's not available right now, but they just did the Kickstarter, so I backed the Kickstarter yeah. for the new printing. I picked that up. I'm excited to run it. I have PDFs yeah. of that and Electric Bastion Land. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll have both books here soon, but I'm really excited to run through some of that. I'll definitely be reviewing that. Don't know if I'll get a chance to run it before. I got a few other things to run first. So I'm running motherships. The next thing I'm planning on running. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, another thing, I don't actually run a lot of games. I'm out <laughs> here in the middle of nowhere. I, I dream about running games and I write content for games. I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get some folks up here for my birthday next year so that I can actually run a game in person because everything I've done has been online. Yeah, I, we do a lot. When COVID hit, we all we went online, and I did the online gaming for the first time ever. Um, it was an it was a learning curve for me. I've I've been playing since sometime in the late '80s, and it's always been at a table in my house. So that was that's a big yeah. change. But online makes it available to do. You know, it's yeah. more accessible. Yeah, I mean, I, I think as well, it's caused quite a big explosion in the hobby. The combination of people moving online and of people being stuck at home during lockdown means that there's, well, that I'm one example of that. I think a lot of people have been getting back into gaming recently. Yeah, I know that we have a couple in our group that have joined since COVID that, that just started playing again or for the first time under uh, because of online gaming, I wouldn't have been possible without it. And it's, it's, it's helpful. It's nice. So you've been playing online here lately. What have you been playing? Yeah. So I started, I started in a five E campaign with a bo bunch of really young folks, like less than half my age. And that, was, <laughs> that was quite uh, an education. They were great. Um, but yeah, more recently I've been playing some old school stuff with uh, David McGrogan, who you might know as Noisms. He has quite a popular, mm -hmm blog and he wrote the Yoon Suin uh, book. Oh so yeah, he, I'm familiar. He publicized on his blog that he was starting a game. So uh, I just said, oh, I'll play that. And I've been playing, we've been playing weekly for nearly a year now. Uh, so that's that's been a lot of fun. And another player in that is Patrick Stewart, who wrote um, Fanes of the Earth and uh, Deep Carbon Observatory, which was a, another big inspiration on me, actually, on writing, writing what I write, because I find that his writing style again it just goes beyond the functional you know here's some here's some orcs here's some dwarves it, it's it's kind of art the, yeah. the way he writes so that that's inspired me to want to uh, do more with my writing and you did an interview with him as well online that's available on youtube correct yeah yeah that was a, <laughs> was a bit of a car <laughs> crash interview i wasn't very well prepared for it in oh, fact no. it, was, it was actually a car fire interview i um I'm actually sat in my car now because I have no internet at home and I was running a laptop of an inverter and the inverter car caught fire halfway through the interview. So that was fun. <laughs> that's not, that's not a good, that's not a great thing to happen. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, his, his, um, he was promoting a thing called deep fire regime. So it's kind of appropriate. It <laughs> <laughs> works. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and apart from that, I've been running a few kind of story games, like one-offs, uh, lasers and feelings, and stuff like, and uh, a little thing called "I'm sorry, did you say say street magic?" Which I really love. That's um, again that? very what? different. I'm not familiar with that one. 
No, it's, it, I'm sorry, did you say street magic? And it's um, it's a game where you collaboratively invent a city. Oh, cool. You don't necessarily take on a persona, although you can populate the city and act out little scenarios with the people who live there. But yeah, the players take it in turn to add districts and buildings and inhabitants, and you just create a city in the game. So that's that's a lot of fun. So we did recently, or maybe last year, we played a game called Microscope that sounds like it might be similar, where you're creating like the history of a, and, and when we ran it, we made the history of a galaxy, essentially, but it yeah. sounds like a little bit more focused on the city itself. That sounds neat. I think I'd enjoy that. We had fun with that. Yeah, there's, there's another game called Kingdom, and I got to, I got to know of that because th this first group that I played with, the young folks running the 5e, they, um, it, it was a very defined campaign it like it like had a story arc to it and once we got to the end of that to find out what happened in this world over the next 500 years we played kingdom which it, yeah it's a game of kind of building worlds and histories i know that i've seen suggestions from people and this is something we've talked about in our game group is playing a game like kingdom um or microscope or one of those ones where you build a city or build a region and yeah. playing that to start your game and then rolling up characters for the world that you created. So you have a shared history everybody's invested in. I think yeah. that's a cool way to start a campaign, get everyone involved. I like that. Yeah, idea. no, I love that idea. I was wanting to do something similar with uh, Electric Bastion Land, which is kind of, as you know, it's like a amorphous city that goes on forever. Yes. And I, I thought yeah. I could run a game of this, I, I'm sorry, did you say street magic, to come up with some districts within Bastion and then run the game within those. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I'm going to have to try something like that in the very near future. Well, we're about out, we're about out of time. I want to thank you for coming on. If you could, real quick, just give our listeners an idea of where they can find you online. So um, I, have, I have a personal website, which is sumption.org. That's my surname, S-U-M-P-T-I-O-N. Uh, but I have a gaming blog at peakrill.blogspot.com. And then, of course, there's this Kickstarter, which is called Mostly Harmless Meetings, which you can find, I guess, I guess through Kickstarter or, or through the SideQuest page. Actually, I've also just launched a Facebook page called Peak Grill. So if you search for Peak Grill on Facebook, I'm going to be, you know, publicizing all of my uh, writing efforts on there. Yeah, I will do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over there and like it and follow you there. <laughs> cool. And, and, and I'm, I'm all over the Internet. If you search for my name, Dan Sumption, you'll find me on every site going <laughs> and as always you can find us at wobbliesandwizards.com and keep those dice rolling <laughs>